And then in the park, you know, that's where we spent real money because we couldn't really bring food into the park. So that's where we spent money on like um, the food, the snacks with the kids and, you know, any souvenirs. And for us, we wanted to try to optimize the day. So we bought like those hopper things uh, so you could jump the rides and reserve your spot on rides. Uh, so th that's really kind of how we pretty much did Disney for very close to free. Let's make green Welcome to Black and Brown Make Green. I'm Natasha. And I'm Damien. And one of the things I'm curious about is travel hacking. Have you ever heard of the term travel hacking, Damien? I have, but I don't really know what it consists of. I know that it's trying to think of ways to optimize your travel and, and pay for things, but I don't really know what it consists of. All I know, it's a way to travel for cheap or free. And I'm all about that because I want to do more traveling, but I don't want to spend more money doing it. Yeah. <laughs> And I know nothing about it. And so today we have Jen Narciso from Investor Mama podcast, and she's going to share her experience on travel hacking. And hopefully I can walk away with some tips so we can do some free traveling this year. Jen, thank you for being here with us. Thank you so much for having me, guys. I have to start off by saying I love your podcast, so I really appreciate you asking me to come on. It's really cool. You guys are doing such great things. So, Oh, thank you. And thank yours you. is amazing as well. I was just listening the other day to one with you and your husband, and I was like, oh, okay, I like how they're <laughs> telling their story of how they try to communicate around finances, which uh, is a hard thing to do. <laughs> thank you. He was so nervous, so that'll mean a lot. He's like, <laughs> he totally did it as a favor to me. He's like, I don't like my voice, you know, all the typical things. And he's like, I've never podcasted before. I don't know how this is going to come out. So Aww. I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. All right. So, Jen, tell us a little bit about you, first of all. So my name is Jen. I'm a mom of two. Uh, we also have an angel baby uh, and um, we live in the Northeast. Big real estate investor, also a real estate agent and have been on our quote unquote financial independence journey for a while without realizing it. Um, we've house hacked before and all about kind of optimizing our savings and investing. And I recently or well, I shouldn't say recently, it's probably been like two years now, came across travel hacking and I absolutely love it. And we took two trips recently um, as a family, which I'll talk about uh, for really, really cheap and not fully free. But I can also explain why we didn't do it fully free, but for like a fraction of the cost of what it would have cost. Um, and it's just been amazing because I'm all about creating memories with my family. That's like one of our core values. And traveling is like one of the most wonderful ways you can do it and to bond. And it's just, I don't know, it's just so many, so many amazing benefits, especially with kids. And we really want to get them like their travel muscle. And our kids are young. They're just turned six, just turned three. And so that's four people we have to figure out how to travel the world with. And it can be super expensive <laughs> to do that. And mm -hmm. so I'm always trying to figure out ways to make things cheaper than they actually are. So that's kind of a little intro to my background. <laughs> awesome. I love that. So you have a six-year-old and a three-year-old, meaning you got to pay for all those flights. Yep. <laughs> there are no more free flights. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so you said you recently took two trips to doing travel hacking. Uh, what, what places did you visit when you took those two different trips? So uh, the first trip we did was in 2021. We did Disney, uh, which was awesome. And we brought my mother-in-law too. Um, 
I'll share also how we hacked some of the stuff with her. And then we just got back like two weeks ago. We did an amazing family trip. We flew to, we did um, a couple of days in Arizona. We have, my husband has cousins out there. And then we did about a week on the big island in Hawaii. And we did about another week with Maui. So we were gone for like almost two and a half weeks with the kids. Amazing. Okay, so I want to get to the Hawaii one because yeah. that's my dream vacation. It's been on our <laughs> list, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. But let we'll start with Disney though. Let's start with your Disney trip. Where did you go Disney? Was it like California or Florida? Tell us about the preparation that went into that and, and how you travel hacked Disney. Sure. So we did Florida. Um, so I will say we did cheat a little bit. At the time my son wasn't two yet, so he was free on the flight. Um and then I had I used so I I really like the Chase Sapphire Preferred as like a starter card for for traveling because the points the Chase Ultimate Reward points are very flexible and I should preface I'm not like an expert travel hacker I just for me it's just like okay I I pick a place that I want to go to and figure out how to get it for cheap that's how I start off I know there's people who are like collecting points and you know all these things I kind of started to do that and I really flopped and I'm happy to share how I messed up. But now I'm even more focused on like pick a place and then strategize how to go. Unless you really want to, especially like I'm a busy mom. I don't have time to like optimize every little point and, you know, you compare know, every week. What's money the best? Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so but Disney was like a place that we really wanted to take the kids. We're like, OK, what do we do? So the first thing was I had the Chase Sapphire Preferred. And then my husband opened the Chase Sapphire Preferred as well. And I had... um gave him my link once I registered. So that gave us another 10,000 points. And I think at the time when we did it, it was like a 60,000 point bonus. So we that we had like about 130,000 points together. And so we used those points for our airfare. I was able to find a United flight. And then I went into the Chase portal and transferred the points over from there to the United. So that ended up being free airfare forever for the three of us. Um, then the other credit card I had had for a while was the Hilton card. And as I'm learning more, there's, there might be better hotels for families, but for us, we like the Hilton because a, lo a lot of the Hilton hotels I've found have like, um, like the double tree has at least like separated rooms. So for families, I find it good. I know Hyatt has some also, and there's other like economy type ones that have like double room setups, but the Hilton, uh, when I signed up for that card, it was like a ridiculous amount. I signed up during COVID and then we got like diamond status. So it was, it was great. So we had diamond status at Hilton. And so on Disney properties though, once you're outside of the Disney universe though, uh, you have to worry about transportation, but the double tree in uh, Disney Springs, it's like a mile walk from less than a mile walk. It's less than a mile from Disney Springs. You had uh, free access to the shuttle. So we used our Hilton points. And then I also again had my husband sign up. That was a free card. I should say the Chase card is a $95 annual fee. But we also got a $50 bonus on each card uh, every year to use towards hotel. So um, that also helped on other trips. But like just to kind of give you a little bit of like background. So we use the Chase, like I said, so we use the Chase Sapphire for our United flights. And then we use the Hilton card for the double tree, which was great because we had uh, like a double room. So then when my mother-in-law came, her hotel was free because uh, she just stayed with us because we had like, it was like a double adjoining room, essentially, with like a dividing nice. wall. So um, so I'm going to pause you for a sure. second. Let's go back to the Chase Sapphire. You said you transferred the points 
to United Airlines. Mm -hmm. Tell us about, like, why do you transfer the points versus just booking through the Chase Ultimate Rewards or something like that? Sometimes there's benefits to doing it. So you get a little bit more bang for buck. It depends. Um, I honestly think the way when I did it, I don't think it actually was any cost savings. But um, I, I we had enough points to also pay for her flight. So her flight, actually, I forgot to say, her flight was free too. And then we let her stay in our hotel room. So her hotel was free. And then what she did for us was she had a city card with a bunch of points on it. And with that card, she had to call them. I will say this, but we were able to use that for the park tickets. So for the, the Disney park tickets. Yes. So the cool. I didn't even know you could use like yes. credit card so points. There's for certain, <laughs> it's it's not so commonly. So the Capital One Venture Card, they have something where if you spend something on anything that's considered travel, they have the eraser. City kind of has that, but you have to actually call them and say, "Oh, will you discount this?" Now for the travel eraser, though, if you just buy park tickets, it's usually not coded as travel. I believe it's coded as entertainment. So there's other sites out there that you can use to purchase the park. Like if you purchase through a travel agent, then it gets coded as um, as travel. But with the city mm. card, even though it was coded as entertainment, we called them and asked them if we could use it. And they said, yes. Will they do that for everyone? I don't know. Did they do that for us? Yes. So we use the city card uh, for the park tickets. So then the park tickets were free. So we were able to so go. So what did y'all pay for? <laughs> so, so yeah. So I'm saying this one trip was pretty much free. <laughs> I hear free flights. I hear free hotel. I hear free tickets to Disney. Yep. That's I what mean, I said. there's Jello, not much left great. besides food. No, I will say, was that the best use of redemption? No. Like, could we have optimized better? Yes, a thousand percent. Do I care? Absolutely not. <laughs> Same. I, I struggle with it because I'm like, okay, I know that using my credit card points for cashback is not the best way, but there's so much work to do this other stuff. I got to do research and all of that. <laughs> it's really not, though. Once you get a good sign up bonus for the most part, that's why I say pick a destination first, then strategize which cards to use for what. It makes it so much easier. And also, like, try to get the free cards first. The Chase card, the, the the best redemption is really that $95 one to start, the preferred. I mean, you could, you know, but also, like, depending, like, I should say, like, it also depends on your traveling. If you're traveling a lot more, there might be better cards that are more advanced. For, but for the average, like, I'm a parent and I want to just, like, get started. I think these are, like, great ways. Now, I know Marriott also has cards for us. Um, we just chose Hilton without thinking. Like, it wasn't, like, a preference, you know? Um, and I know people bash hill in, in the points world but it got us we were diamond and it's easy and it works for our family so well i'm not in the points world and i'm just trying to get the free stuff i don't care about exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so i know like hyatt if you also use the chase points um if you transfer them to hyatt hyatt does also have a great redemption but for us i wanted to use it for uh the flights because i know like southwest has an amazing deal so if you live near a south West Airport, you may want to consider that part because there's something called the Companion Pass where it, I, I don't remember how many points you need for it because we don't have any Southwest near us. So for us, it's 125,000. Okay. I've so yeah, then you get a free companion. <laughs> okay. So yeah, it, we just, our airport, there's like no airport with under two hours. I, I shouldn't say it. there are airports, but it's like a two hour ride. Um, mm. at the major hubs. And for our family with the kids, it's like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> so for our closest airport, that's like 20 minutes from our house. There's no Southwest. So United's the best for us. Um, and the Chase Sapphire Preferred was like the best 
credit card we could find to transfer points to United. So check your local. That's another tip I would say. Check your like area. Once you find a trip, again, figure out what's what you works for you and your family and kind of back up that way. I think that's the simplest way to to travel hack. I like that idea of choosing the location first and backing into it the way you describe because I did it the opposite way of, well, where do I spend the most money? Let me get the credit card that will give me the most points because this is where we spend our money. We spend most of our money on groceries and on eating out. So what card is going to give me the best re- rewards on that? But I probably should have done what you're saying because now and I'm that might, at these but, points like, what do I do now? <laughs> but that might be a fine way to do it too because you'll accumulate a ton of points on a card you can transfer. So I will say I did it that way too. And I had my big oops and I'll share that on our Hawaii trip. But um, yeah, once we had a hotel park tickets and airfare, the only thing we really paid for was the lift to and from the airport. Uh, but um, my dad was able to drive us to from here. And then once we got to Florida, the chase card had a five points per lift ride. So we got five points on the lift anyway. So to me, that was also kind of like a savings because we were accumulating points. So we used Lyft to and from the hotel within there. So we had some of our groceries delivered on Instacart to try to save on some of the park food. And we were able to use our credit card for that. So that also kind of helped with points a little bit. I think we had like they had some partnership with uh, Chase, too. So it was like a discount. And then but I didn't realize still like with being diamonds, we actually had free breakfast already included anyway. So we had free breakfast. Wow. Yeah. And then we bought like snacks and stuff for the kids. Um, and then in the park, you know, that's where we spent real money because we couldn't really bring food into the park. So that's where we spent money on like um, the food, the snacks with the kids and, you know, any souvenirs. And for us, we wanted to try to optimize the day. So we bought like those hopper things uh, so you could jump the rides and reserve your spot on rides. Uh, so th- that's really kind of how we pretty much did Disney for very close to free. Wow. What do you think about that, Damien? It sounds like a lot of work to me. <laughs> but when, you, when you're describing it, you make it seem very easy. So I think it's just intimidating to me to, mm-hmm. you know, to, to navigate these waters, right? Because you said pick a destination and then find the card that gives you, you know, the maximal output of, of points to, to get you there, right? To me, that sounds hard. I don't, I don't really know how to do that. So let me but. back. Let me. That's a great question and a great concern. I would say pick a hotel chain you like, open up that hotel credit card, and then your hotel's like ah. free. And then for flights, um, I would I would to chase Sapphire is a great card. It's very well diverse, so you could use. Yeah, that I think for that's part of. I think that's part of our problem. We always use Airbnb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we haven't. I can't remember the last time we stayed in a hotel. I don't think our kids have ever stayed in a hotel. No, I don't. So think that's they have. that's something too. I know we have a we have an Amex card now, so I know there's like a discount on VBRO, and we can get some extra points that way. But then that's maybe your 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 life. I know at Disney too. My friend did the. She was able to find a timeshare for like cheap cheap point like cheap. Um, there's a site I can't remember off the top of my head where you can get pay people essentially to use their timeshare for like pennies um, if you Mm. want more of that house feel. Um, But then the only thing you have to factor in at Disney is like the transportation. If you're not within the Disney universe, that adds up. So when you are going to Disney, I feel like a hotel is better anyway because then you get all those Mm -hmm. perks and you also sometimes can access the parks earlier and stuff like that too. Yeah, I definitely agree for Disney. That would be the best option. I I wouldn't get an Airbnb. I want to be 
walking distance or shuttle distance, yeah. whatever it is to, to take advantage of that. So let's move forward to your Hawaii trip because you say you had some blunders on that one. Tell us about how did you pay for the Hawaii trip? Because you did two weeks in Hawaii. So we want to know all about it. <laughs> so, yeah. So that one. So because we were Hilton, um, we also did a D.C. trip where we had to like sit through one of those timeshare things. I don't usually recommend timeshares for anyone. If it fits your family, great. Didn't fit our family. But I'm also all about if I need to sit through a two hour presentation to say no and they're willing to give me free stuff, I will be all about it. So we did also, I should say, we did DC pretty much for free too because when we were booking Disney, they asked if I wanted to stay on the call for something with Hilton. And then it got us a certain amount of points. And then they said, oh, well, if you come down to DC, you could stay at one of our hotels and you just had to sit through this thing. So we did that. And then we took a train down and I had free points just from my work card for the Amtrak. So we were able to get like a free train ride. This is a little bit more advanced, but we had a free train ride. That was not intentional. I just had to get rid of the money. And then we got to DC for free. And then while we were in DC, we were we were actually seriously considering the timeshare because it was actually sounding really, really good. And to kind of tip us over, they said that we could wait to think about it. But if we locked in, if we were willing to pay like $1,600, we could get a seven day trip, like seven days on their on the big island covered at one of their condos. And I was like, eh, well, I'm willing to pay that amount. <laughs> $1,600 for seven, six nights, seven days on the big island in a two bedroom. Sounds really good to me. So I was like, all right, mm-hmm. we'll do that. So we had this thing we had to use. I was like, all right, but if we're going to go to Hawaii, like I can't do the time zone difference. It's too far a flight with the young kids. Let's go to Arizona. So then I saw we still had some points on Chase. So this is about like a year later. We had just accumulated points from our spending on the Chase cards. So again, we transferred. We had some points. We were able to use them for the United flights to Arizona. Then I'm like, all right, if we're going to spend a bunch of points, like let's just get like some crazy credit card. Just that like sounds really cool because we'll get like good points and it'll just be fun. And like, well, you know, whatever. So I bought, I got the Amex platinum card, which is like 600. It's like a $695 a year. But I was like, I'm going to use it towards Hawaii anyway. And it would give us like a priority pass and all these like fun things that we would never normally do. And the only reason why I'm going to just do it for the year, because I would spend the same money anyway in Hawaii, but at least I can get some other stuff. Big mistake. Do not recommend doing that. <laughs> Unless you're really travel. So I ended up getting like it was like one hundred twenty thousand points. I did not have my husband get this card because like I think it is like seven hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, but I ended up not even really using the points yet. So we still have like almost two hundred thousand points in this account because I ended up you were able to use my other points from other things. <laughs> for it and um, we really do not optimize that $700 at all so I mean we're gonna use it so it's not a waste but I just don't go crazy like that was my big like big mistake like be be smart I really was like ah you know it'll be fun and we ended up not even being able to use the priority pass because at our airport I guess our terminal they didn't even have any lounges or anything so we literally got no benefit on that regard. So unless you're going to like be a, you're like an avid traveler and you're going on like for work, I would not recommend the Amex Platinum card for the average like family. But anyway, so we had that. Uh, so we had the flights to Arizona. Now, I did go on Airbnb and I was able to find for two nights like a really cheap. I think it was like 
$200 for like, again, like a condo. Um, it was like a two bedroom condo. I think it was through Weston. But I was like, all right, for like $300 for two nights in a two bedroom, I'm okay spending some money because I really wanted to plan this as like a nice trip. So we did that uh, in Arizona. But then we were, I did use some points also. I, I should say, I did use some of the Amex points for our flight from um, Arizona to the Big Island. So we did that. And then we had the place was for $1,600 for the week. And then uh, we flew from the Big Island to Maui that we spent, but it was like $200, I think, total for all four of us to fly because it's like an 18 minute flight to Island Hop. Oh, crazy. So it was like really cheap for that. And then I did an Airbnb for that because the hotels on Maui are just crazy expensive. And the point redemption is also crazy. But what I did was I looked the cheapest during the week of where we could do some Hilton points because we still had a lot of Hilton points between because we both had the cards and we were just spend, spending money on it. Um, and I saw that the Waldorf Astoria was only 100,000 points for per night and we had like 400,000 points. So I was like, OK, Waldorf Astoria for two nights. If we just do this normally, it's like 200,000 a night. So we did the Waldorf Astoria for free for two nights. And then the other part of that, the rest of the time on Maui, we just did an Airbnb because, again, I got really lucky and found for like a one bedroom condo. I think it was like $300 a night for I think it was three nights we stayed. So that was also a little bit. But comparative to Maui, that was like dirt cheap, especially for like a condo. So we did spend like a few grand on this trip. It wasn't comp- like could we probably could have done it better. I mean, comparatively, but but you have to compare it. Yeah, two weeks. You were there yeah. for two weeks. So we did spend. <laughs> we spent the sixteen hundred dollars uh, on that Hilton. We spent for the Airbnb in Phoenix, and then we spent for the Airbnb in Maui, and we spent for the flight between. And we also paid for the flight home. I didn't use points because I found a flight that was two hundred dollars per person. We had like a, a quick layover in Texas. So for $200, I was like, I'm not wasting points on that uh, for all of us. So I can't do math, but that was like a couple grand, I guess, we spent on Hawaii. Amazing. I'm just soaking all this in because I'm like, OK, we have the Chase card. So we need to use Chase and we need to fly United so we can make it to Hawaii. And then we also have an Amex card. <laughs> that was the one I was telling you about. They were like, oh, well, this is the best card for us because this is where we spend our money. And now we've got a couple a hundred over 100,000 points sitting in there. And I'm like, OK. What, what oh, there's some great points? redemptions <laughs> with Amex, though. Amex has a partner. I forgot. I think it's um, I forgot the name of the company. But if you Google it, like Amex Redemption, you'll find tons of blogs on it. Um, but you can transfer it to I forgot where it is. But there's like some where you can get like some really good business class upgrades for going like overseas. If you want to take the kids overseas, mm-hmm. that will be a really good point value. Um, that you should guys should look into on flights to use your Amex points for flights. That's what I was seeing. I watched a video recently and it was talking about transferring to these different 
cross-country flights like yeah. Lufthansa or some other ones. And it seems like that's the best way to use the points. But I'm just like, I'm in over my head. Yeah. <laughs> so if, if you feel like that, I would say the best thing you do is you have a credit card. A lot of them just call up the travel number and say you're trying to figure out points and they'll help you too. It's not going to be the best. But like I said, so if you have a destination, if you Google the destination, like look at the destination first, figure out where do I want to stay? What What's that? What credit card? Like if it's going to be... um you know, a, a hotel like then you may want to look at see which hotel line you just personally like and then maybe open up that credit card, get the points for that, because a lot of them you can get free, like the zero fee ones, get a lot of points and then just use that credit card to purchase, you know, for the stay. And then if you do have um, the companion pass through um, Southwest, through if you Southwest. have the Southwest companion pass, you, I would say that's definitely something to look into because you can fly your husband free. And I think kids are at a discount. So that's a great way to travel. If you don't have access to the Southwest airport, see your local airport. And then with the Chase Sapphire or the Amex, just use that as your, your airfare. Don't make it more complicated than that. Just like one card for airfare, one card for hotel, and then... That's easy. I like that. You make yeah. it sound so easy. Yeah. So I, I feel like the strategy I've used needs to be reversed too. Yeah. Why am I using this card? How am I going to use the points versus how am I earning the points? More so how am I using the points? Yeah. And that's also very important. Again, if you're like trying to optimize and you want to start to really play, but for someone who's just getting started out, keep it simple or you're going to do nothing. Yeah. I'm all about the simplicity. Yeah. So let's talk about like once you got the card that first year, a couple years later, are you still using that same card? Did you close that card out? Like what happened from there? So we're actually right at that point right now. So I think I'm going to close out my Chase Sapphire uh, card because I also got the Capital One Venture. Again, another silly thing. I kind of just now I have like 100,000 points on this card, 100,000 points on this card, and I'm paying fees on some of these. So I'm going to cancel my preferred because my husband has it. So I need to, I need to actually do this. I just have to do it is transfer. I have like a 20,000 points, I think just give it to him so I can close out my account. And then the Amex card. Ah, so my plan, another fail. I was going to close it out this year after spending the year and just downgrade to the Amex gold. Cause it's a lot cheaper. And, but when I applied for it, because we, uh, Amex, the, the platinum had this really cool thing where you could, uh, essentially plan payments for free. It was essentially giving us a loan for a year uh, with zero interest. So we had some like really heavy um, expenses on our house and on our cars and on some of our rental properties. So we put it all on the Amex card and planned it out. I mean, we had the money to use, but I didn't want to use it. I was like, all right, if I can pay it in small payments. But because I had such a large like balance, I got rejected from the goal. <laughs> and now I can't get rid of the card. So I have to spend another $700 this year because with the Amex points, you can't transfer to another to somebody else. So I couldn't even have my husband open the card and try to get it to him. So I'm going to try to apply one more time. But I think you need to give like a 90 day window. And I don't think I'll have that before the fee sets in. So... Why, why are you doing it to uh, the Amex Gold? Would you consider like doing downgrading to one that's free? So you can't with those points. So you have to read the oh, fine print. They only yeah. allow you with their top tier. <laughs> so the gold's the lowest level I could go to without losing this. hundred. We have like, no, we probably have close to 200,000 points that I'm not going to lose. So, I'm asking I mean, because we have the gold and I'm like, I want to downgrade, but now I'm hearing that I need yeah, to I, know, I don't know first. if you can. I don't know if you can. You have to like check. 
Yeah. So, okay. So tell me how you're going to use, not right now, but let me connect with you later. And you tell us how you're using your MX points so that we could just use our MX points. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny. So I, like I said, I'm all about traveling. So we created like a little box and we just put tons of places in. And our my dreams to have the kids just pick out a place every year. And that's the next place. So my daughter picked out the next trip and it's Chicago because my brother-in-law lives there. So we're going to Chicago. I have to figure out how we're going to get there for cheap. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I feel like there's so much that I can take away from how to approach this travel hacking thing. I don't know if I'm fully on board because I, I it still takes a little bit of work, but it, you do the way you describe it makes it seem much easier than the way I was going about it. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's it's free. Like we did Disney for free in Hawaii. We did for a couple grand. This trip should have been thousands. I mean, like, think about it. We were staying like in like the Waldorf Astoria. I think it's like a fifteen hundred dollars a night. We stayed in that for free anywhere for like, you know, a one bedroom or two bedroom, which highly encouraged families. This was like a big lesson learned when we were on the trip. The worst place we actually stayed on was the Waldorf Astoria because every other place we had like a bedroom and then like separation from the kids. The Waldorf, we were all in one room and it was the worst sleep we got the entire time. And we had a beautiful ocean view because we got the free Mm -hmm. upgrade and all these amazing things. And uh, but at the end of the day, when mommy and daddy don't sleep, the trip is not fun. So, (laughs) yeah. And that is why I've always done Airbnb, because I'm like, y'all need to be in y'all's own room. But I have to start looking into hotels that have the separate spaces. Like that's why we like the Hilton, because it has it's not perfect. Like it's usually a divider. Some of them don't even have a divider, but at least it's such a big room. They have like a partial wall that we could at least be somewhat separate. and at Disney, I will say, too, like, we went to bed when the kids went to bed. We were exhausted. And by the time we got back from the parks, we were barely in the hotel. So mm-hmm. it didn't matter where we stayed. You yeah. Know? I love that. I could just keep going on and on. It's yeah. funny because when I reached out to you a couple of weeks ago, I called you and you weren't expecting my call. And we went for a whole hour. And I was like, OK, this is your people when you can sit and talk for so long. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to wrap this up right now. But, Jen, is there anything you want to leave us with before we go? Yeah, just don't make it overcomplicated. Just simplify it. Start small. Pick, I think for us, the simplest thing was, and I know I I nailed this, like, so I've been repetitive in saying this, but pick a spot and then just do one card for airfare and one card for hotel and your life will be really simple. And then, like, don't go crazy with the blogs. Don't go crazy if you're not optimizing and you're not maximizing if you're able to get a trip for significantly reduced, that is money you are saving and money you can put elsewhere or take that dream vacation that you've always wanted to, but couldn't, but now make it affordable. I love that. And then what is the best way for people to find you if they want to hear more from you, Jen? Sure. You can check out the Investor Mama podcast on all platforms where you can listen to podcasts. You can also reach out to me if you go to InvestorMama.com slash connect. I have my email address, my social media. You can find me on Instagram and everything. And definitely reach out because I really like hearing from people. And if you're thinking of getting started, you have any questions, happy to help as well. And if you do any travel hacking, I'd also love to hear your stories. Awesome. Love it. Thank you, Jen, so much for being here today. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please share with a friend. Join us for the next one. And let's make green together. Let's make green.